0: The holding in Jack Daniels properties versus VIP products, the case of the infringing bad spaniel's dog toy, limits the applicability of the Rogers test. A recent case in the Ninth Circuit, Punchbowl versus AJ Press, addressed the interplay between the Jack Daniels opinion and the Rogers test. And this case goes directly to the heart of Rogers versus Grimaldi. We are going to talk about this case and the future of the Rogers test on this installment of the briefing by Weintraub Tobin. Thank you for joining us. I'm Scott Hervey from Weintraub Tobin, and I'm joined by my colleague, Jamie Linsenberg. Jamie, welcome back to The Briefing.
1: Thanks, Scott. It's good to be back after a little bit of a hiatus.
0: Yeah, good to have you back. Um, So before we get into the case itself, I think we should set the stage and talk a little bit about both the Rogers test from Rogers versus Grimaldi and the Jack Daniels case.
1: That sounds good. So the Rogers test comes from the 1989 Second Circuit case Rogers versus Grimaldi. The case involved a lawsuit brought by Ginger Rogers concerning the film entitled Fred and Ginger, which was about two Italian cabaret performers— who whose act emulated the dance routines of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. The question of that case was whether the creator of an expressive work, a work that enjoys First Amendment protection, could be liable under the Lanham Act, as well as state right of publicity laws for using a celebrity's name in the title of the work.
0: The district court and the Second Circuit on appeal both said No. And from that case, the Rogers test was created. Under the Rogers test, the use of a third party mark in an expressive work does not violate the Lanham Act unless the title has no artistic relevance to the underlying work whatsoever, or if it has some artistic relevance, uh, it can't be expressly misleading as to the source or content of the work. Under the Rogers test, the first inquiry is whether the use of the third-party mark has some artistic relevance. The threshold for this test is extremely low. Basically, if the level of artistic relevance is more than nothing, uh, this is satisfied. Uh, If there is a greater than nothing artistic relevance in the use of the third-party mark, then the next analysis is whether the use of the third-party mark explicitly misleads as to the source of content uh, or the work, and the Rogers test has been like widely adopted by other circuits, including California's Ninth Circuit.
1: On June 8, 2023, the United States Supreme Court decided Jack Daniels Properties, Inc. versus VIP Products. This dispute involves a claim by Jack Daniels that the dog toy Bad Spaniels infringed a number of its trademarks. At the district court and on appeal at the Ninth Circuit, the issue was framed as whether this dog toy was an expressive work, since trademark claims involving expressive works are analyzed under the Rogers test.
0: Uh, On appeal, the Supreme Court said that the issue really was not whether the dog toy is an expressive work, but rather the nature of the use of Jack Daniels' mark by uh, VIP products. The Supreme Court found that VIP's use of the marks, while humorous for sure, uh, was for the purpose of serving as a source identifier. Trademark use, in other words. The Supreme Court held that the Rogers test does not apply to instances where the mark is used as a source identifier, Regardless of whether it's also used to perform some expressive function.
1: So, why don't we talk about Punchbowl versus AJ Press?
0: Sure. So, Punchbowl is an online technology company whose product is uh, online invitations and online greeting cards. Uh, Punchbowl has been using the Mark Punchbowl since 2006, and it has a federal, it has a couple of federal registrations covering the Mark. Now, AJ Press was founded by two journalists who used to work for Politico, uh, and AJ Press operates Punchbowl News, which is a subscription-based online news publication that covers topics in American government and politics. Given the publication's focus on uh, politics, AJ Press chose Punchbowl because, well, that's the nickname the Secret Service uses to refer to the U.S. Capitol. I never knew that before reading this case, but there you go. Um, the So the title Punchbowl News was selected, uh, at least according to AJ Press, was selected to elicit the theme and geographic location of the publication, Washington, D.C. Uh, Punchbowl, the tech company, sued for trademark infringement, and the district court granted A.J. Press's motion to dismiss on the grounds that A.J. Press's use of Punchbowl did not give rise to liability under the Rogers test because it constituted uh, protected expression, the, the use, the newsletter constituted a protected expression, and it was not explicitly misleading as to the source. The Ninth Circuit affirmed the district court's holding in November 2022.
1: And in the week following the Ninth Circuit's opinion in this case, the Supreme Court granted cert for Jack Daniels. The, Su- the Ninth Circuit stayed its original decision to await the Supreme Court's decision. Subsequent to the Supreme Court's holding in Jack Daniels, the Ninth Circuit vacated its original ruling and then held that the Rogers test does not apply to this case because A.J. Press uses Bowl to identify its news product.
0: So previously, the Ninth Circuit would apply Rogers anytime time there was an attempt to apply the Lanham Act to First Amendment protection uh, or First Amendment covered uses. One of the previous cases the court mentions was a 20th Century Fox Television versus Empire Distribution, Inc., which involved a trademark lawsuit by Empire Distribution, a record label that recorded and released albums in the urban music genre that includes hip-hop and R&B, And uh, the lawsuit, Empire Distribution's lawsuit, was based on Fox's use of Empire as the name of a television series about a fictional New York record label. There, the Ninth Circuit held that the use of the Empire mark as a brand, as a trademark by Fox, did not take the case outside of Rogers. Now, based on Jack Daniels, that's not going to be the case.
1: The Ninth Circuit said to the extent that any previous cases held that Rogers applies when an expressive mark is used as a mark and that the only threshold for applying Rogers was an attempt to apply the Lanham Act to an expressive work, those cases are incorrect and are now no longer good law.
0: So, under Jack Daniels because AJ Press uses Punch Bowl as a trademark, Regardless of the fact that there is an expressive purpose for the use of punch bowl and that there uh, and that its use is not expressly misleading, the Rogers test cannot be applied here. Now, the court did note that the expressive nature of AJ Press's use of the punch bowl mark and the fact that punch bowl is a common word will certainly be relevant in the likelihood of confusion analysis that will be the focus of the case going forward.
1: Scott, I know that you regularly look to the Rogers test for guidance with your creative clients who may include third-party brands in their programs, or when you determine whether a production company can use a specific title for its program. So how do you think this case impacts them?
0: Yeah, that's a good question, Jamie. Um, so as a threshold matter in determining whether Rogers applies, we will ask, is this use trademark use? Are we using it as a source identifier? So, for example, where a production company films a character getting into or out of a Ferrari, a Ferrari, and where that's done to establish some characteristic about that character. For example, you know, they're rich, stylish, a risk taker, et cetera. Italian, uh, you know, that's not going to be used as a source identifier. Um, So, as such, we would just apply the Rogers test. However, where we are, where we are looking at the potential title of a television series or even a single motion picture, where there is the remote possibility of merch or a sequel, where we will no longer just apply the Rogers test, and instead we're going to have to analyze that use under uh, the multi-part trademark infringement tests.
1: Thanks for bringing this uh, to our attention, Scott. It's really interesting and um, definitely you know, impacts conversations that we'll be having with our clients and that um, our clients should be having themselves.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks for joining me today, Jamie. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Briefing. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to subscribe, leave us a review and share this episode with your friends and colleagues. And if you have any questions about the topics we covered today, Please leave us a comment.